everybody, it's Mark Messier, and you're listening to Blue Shirt Underground Show, the number one Rangers podcast. Make sure you tune in and find out all the latest news. Let's go Rangers. They don't know a right wing from a left wing, but they sure know chicken wings, Jim and Eddie. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Blue Shirt Underground Show. Today is Tuesday. It is February the 21st. As always, my name is Jim, and I am joined by the one and only Eddie Geik. Eddie, good evening, sir. How are you? Doing well. My wife's out of town, so I'm missing her, but, you know, we should be reunite, reunited, like Peaches and Herb said, soon. She's in Chicago visiting the family. Everybody says the same thing, Jim. Why don't you go? And I always respond, somebody's got to mind the cat. Right. Somebody has to watch over the empire. That's right. So I'm doing good. How about yourself? How's everyone doing out there in Rangerland? <clears throat> We're <clears throat> doing well. I'm 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 uh, enjoying the warmer weather. It means spring is on the way. Yeah, you're heading down cold. to South Carolina. Going down to South Carolina in two days. Yes, it's gonna be 75 degrees every Whee! day. Yes. Yes, <laughs> sir. So, <clears throat> did you watch? Uh, did any of you guys catch that NBA All Star game and the tip and trick contest, the slam dunks, and all that? I didn't think so. <clears throat> we went and grabbed oh. a bite to eat today, and the NBA All Star game was on the TV there. And I just, I, I looked up at it, and I'm just, has anybody watched this sport? Unwatchable. Well, apparently Un- it is. The ratings are still higher than the uh, NHL hockey, but not for us. We're here to talk about hockey. We're here to talk about Rangers. See, Nick is here. What's going on, Nick? Chris, great Chris Johnard, Frankie Gallo, Mario Consiglio. I hope I said that right. Dom is here. Coast is here. Standing room only. Patty Duke, Howie Sussman. SRO, as they say. Jared Brett, George Brett's son is here. Yeah. Woo! 
filing in, grabbing a drink, sitting down for a little honest, off-the-cuff New York Ranger talk. Yes. Well, I do have some. I do have. I did do some research for this show this week. You did well. Tell me about. I have a. (laughs) I have an interesting. Well, we'll drop it in a little while when we when we get around to talking about players. I have a little interesting statistic, or you, or it may not be an interesting statistic, but I thought it was interesting, so I did the research, and I think you'll find the numbers fascinating. Really, this is going to be about the number eights and how many goals they've scored, or <laughs> it's not going to no. be about who's the highest goal scorer from Calgary, born in Calgary, is it? No. Okay. Like I mean, sometimes those questions are ridiculous. Like, who the fuck? Who, who the fuck else that Mike who's Rogers? Remember that Mike Calgary. Rogers? How many Ranger fans watching that game? First of all, remember Mike Rogers? Besides us, and you know, half of our chat and half of our show watchers, because we're you know we're we're of an older generation. But they, right. come on, and uh, who knows? He's from Calgary. I agree. Calgary. It's the great Bernie Nichols called it. Yes, thank. You know, I, I learned something last last week when we re- reviewed that uh, tape of that uh, stick jabbing incident. To you know, we we couldn't figure out the accent, and we thought it was a bit. And then, oh uh, yes, and then Kurt Chanel uh, messaged us or was on the page, and he said that's a a, a Newfie accent, a Newf- Newfoundland yes. accent, Newfoundland. Yeah, and I feel like. I really, as Americans, you know, we're very, uh, no, no, as Americans, as Americans, we, uh, we're very, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like douchey. Yeah. That kind of, but like American, no, no, no. Uh, we're like American centric. Like we, we just think we're the best and America's the only thing that counts and, and I feel like I've given Canada what? Is it not? Well, I, I mean, mean, I like to learn. I like to know things. And I feel like I'm kind of Canada. Uh, I'm not brushed up on my Canadian. I don't know the accents, the differences. I mean, right. I know where the provinces are, but I right. feel like I don't know enough about Canada. And I'm going to strive to learn more about the Canadian way of life. Do you know all the words to O Canada? Yes. I, uh, I, I wish, I wish, I wish you'd have prepared me for this because I would have had O Canada playing in the background while you're talking. I feel like I need to know more about our neighbors to the North. And all you hear in the background, Oh, Canada. Our home and native land. It's a great anthem. I, I love that anthem. Fantastic anthem. And then you get uh, ours, which is about war and blowing shit up. And up and I, I think it's a take it over. We, it's a battle we lost. <laughs> I think. So I mean, I think it's more melodic. It's got God. I mean, Mars, I think, has God in it, doesn't it? We have like God in Canada. It's like God save our land. I mean, it's so commanding. Right. It's like, right. God's coming. Glorious and free. I mean, th- come on. That's a beautiful lyric. I mean, when you're done with it, you literally want to be a Mountie. Yeah. Right? 
You want the I hat? You Dudley want the whole Do-Right. Dudley do right? Yeah. <laughs> you want the whole Dudley do right costume, the moose, the whole bit. Yeah. I feel like I don't know enough. So anyway, anyway, so we found what if out. We give, that was... What if we give Cutter a half hour of the show every week? To no, 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 he don't count. He's from Toronto. <laughs> Who doesn't want to hear that? Uh, he's from he's from Kitchener, which is more like urban. I have practically know, Michigan. Yeah, I, you know, I need something more. Uh, I don't know. I, I just feel like I, I have got to learn more about Canada, and I'm going to make a concerted effort. I'm already watching some Canadian TV. I, I can't make head to head. Next week on the show, man. Dave Coulier will join. <laughs> will join Dave us. Coulier. Dave Coulier and Bret Hart. Bret Hart. There you go. Because oh, I saw Sean made a uh, wrestling reference. Anyway, so, uh, so that clears that up. Apparently, that guy speaks the way he speaks, which is unfortunate for him. Right. So what do you want to talk about? What 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 crisis, what drama do you want to talk about? The Rangers dead to lose last night? First oh, of all, humanity. regulation in like a month and a half. Fans are melting down. They're turning on the goaltender, which I don't understand. I don't understand. This guy's a Vezina winning goaltender. They rode him to the conference finals last year. Few bad games in February, and we're gonna turn on this guy like he's Doug fucking so tart. Like he's Doug fucking so tart. As I'll remind you, every time you mention Doug Sotart's name, he did win a An angel gets his wings. Yes. <laughs> angel gets his wings. <laughs> wings. Every time you mention Doug Sotart. They basically what about a goaltender's tip? Doug Sotart. Last night, they basically got Shesterkind. 21, see, uh, you know, last year, the 21 22 season, Shesterkin. They piled 50 shots on net. Uh, they uh, peppered the goalie. The other team only got like 15 or whatever they wound up with. And then they blew us out, just like the Rangers did most of last year when they had dominated, got dominated, and would win games. So. Was last night his best game? Absolutely not. Was it one of the worst games we've probably seen him play? Absolutely. Am I worried? No. Why am I'm I not worried? A couple of reasons. One, because it's fucking February. Two, because they continue to win. They're still 8-0-1 oh, or 9-0, oh, whatever it is, in their last 10 games. 8-1-1, eight, 8-2, and, one, eight, eight and two, whatever you want to call it. They're in prime playoff position. This is... The, if he's playing like this in April, then I'll worry. Well, thank you, Greg. Greg Glock, bring in the numbers 25, 24, and nine in the last 33. 24 and nine. I That's promise, a winning percentage of over 992. I just did that in my head. I have no facts to back that up. Promised you last week. I brought this subject up, and you told me everything was going to be all right. And I'm sticking with you still. But I got to tell you, if things start falling apart, I'm going to have to break my promise to you. Well, that's and that's fine. But, I mean, 
I just <coughs> think <coughs> there is something going on with this guy. That's just you, call it a feeling, call it my you, uh spidey sense, what have you, my geeky sense. You might be right. Could, I, just be, I, could just be a mechanics thing. Could, could be. I think it's an outside force. I think it's the kid. I I don't know what it is. There's something going on outside of hockey. It's, it, it, and I feel like his focus is not there. Now, again, I'm still with you because it's early. There's plenty of time for him to be spectacular in the playoffs. And that's all that counts, really. The Rangers are winning. So, but I did a I did an article when I still wrote for Blue Shirt Banner. I did an article. I mean, obviously, this is going back 10, 12 years. And because I did I did a little research and I I found that typically the goaltender that that gets hot and carries a team through the playoffs starts to turn it on around the first week of March is when they really start heating up. If we get to the end of March and he's still giving up four bad goals a game, then I'll say, all right, you know what? We got a problem. We got a problem. But what are they? I mean, what's the answer? Is Yaroslav Halak taking them to a cup? Oh, I've seen, I saw some of that fly by on the, the uh, the social all of a sudden we that, all of a sudden we heart Halak, huh? I mean, give it a break. I mean, Halak has been, you know, he's been a, a really good replacement for Georgiev and and well, go ahead. I like this right here, Nick stepping up. This is what a fan does right here. That's I will right. personally quit my job and full time babysit that kid if it gets us a cup. That's the kind of commitment I want going into April. None of this, man, goaltender gave up a couple of goals. Eh, get rid of him. Oh, he doesn't come out and talk to the press. Well, I want well, commitment. Look, look, Chris Meat's putting up some good stats right there. Since the All-Story break, over three goals against and under 900 save. Again. It is concerning. I, I'm sticking with you, Jim. I'm sticking with you. So, I... I, I Solution, I, I think, is is simple. Let's give him a couple of days off. Let Halak play Thursday against Detroit. Halak can come back and play Saturday afternoon against the Capitals, and Igor doesn't play until Sunday night against the Kings. And I Roll up a goalie and send Igor home for a few days if you have to. Give him a few true days off if you think it'll get his head on straight, if, if it will correct the problem. Send him to goalie camp with Benny Allaire for for a week. For, for four days, five agree. days. I don't agree. Why are we going to blame the defense, John? They gave up how many shots last night? I mean. 20, right? It was around 20 last night. 20 shots. You gave up four goals. It's bad. It wasn't good last night. No, he was, he was garbage. <coughs> I mean. He was terrible. The defense stinks in the first period. We can all agree with that. I mean, they can't get out now. It's back to the David Quinn era. You can't get out of the first five minutes without giving up three goals. I don't think it's the defense. I mean, 21 shots on goal for the Jets last night. You flip-flopped the goaltenders last night. The final score is 10-1. Yes. Uh, is it worrisome? I, I guess. I, obviously, I brought it up last week, so I, I'm worried. But 
Again, Does, it's a while. We got a while to sort this out. Do you think he? Do you think? Do you think he's? He's not as focused on the game when there's less action. No, I haven't really gone back and looked at the uh, over these five games that, that Chris is talking about since the All Star break what the shot totals are. But there's some people I, I know there's a school of thought out there that Igor's better when he's busier. But I also think they used to say the same thing about Hank. Yeah, I think that's And I have cop. no evidence to back any of that. Yeah, up. I don't have evidence either way, and I, I think that's just like a cop-out. Well, you, you got two choices. Either either send him home for a few days, call up a goaltender, and let Halak play until Sunday, because you can't play Halak. You're not going to play Halak Saturday and Sunday. Or you let him play through it, and you just hope it, you hope it works. They got no other choice. Self out. I got another choice. He's a resident-winning goaltender, and and we know he was good for that. He didn't. He wasn't a flash in the pan. He didn't peak no. at twenty-six. No, I'm not saying that. But I, I, I no, I know you're not. I'm talking. I'm talking about the what, what's going on in the in the in the stratosphere. Okay. Now what? Now what's this business? He didn't speak. Is this overblown? Is this real? That he didn't speak the reporters? He was out in a huff. He fight with Larry Brick, Brooks like Brian Boyle, not Brian Boyle, Dan Boyle did? What happened? Dan Boyle, he did not come out and speak to the media after the game last night. Now, I, <clears throat> one of our regular listeners, I don't know if he wants me to, to say where I got this, so I'll just tell you that one of our regular listeners passed along some information that he received, and I trust I trust this information that Is he's this from John Giannone, our faithful listener. Not from John Giannone. That hard hitting report. Uh, that let me see. Hold on. Uh, do do do. Uh, Igor's availability has has with the media has been poor. He rarely speaks after games, and oh. has only come out a couple of times by request. And he hasn't spoken to the media much after. Since the goalie had a shit game comment, it's overblown. Do you care? Do you care? Do you care that Igor doesn't come out and say to the media when you know exactly what he's going to say? I had a bad game. I have to be better. How many times have we heard it? It's all the same shit. All I care about is win. That's all I care about. Everything they say after the game. With the exception of a few instances, one of them being Jacob Truba after the helmet throw game, everything they say is fucking filler. We didn't get it done tonight. We didn't play our game. They were better than us. The puck didn't go in the net. I have to make better plays. We have to make better plays. They're they're, they're not giving you anything. Nothing. The coach doesn't give you anything. The players don't give you anything. MSG doesn't even bother. Remember they used to always have an assistant coach on the way to the after, right, in between yeah. periods, they'd always grab the assistant. They don't even do that anymore because it's, it's, there's nothing there. There's nothing. They're not giving anything. Well, I the think media that... doesn't ask the right questions, and the players give shit answers. It's all filler. It's all pre-rehearsed filler. What's up, Rock? Happy belated birthday. Yes, happy belated birthday. I wanted to ask you something, Rock. Uh, this is uh, this is totally off the topic, but while I got you here, I know you you have limited time. Uh, do you know where Hook and Ladder 81 is and uh, Engine 82, where that's located at? Okay. That's all I had to ask him. I know where it is, but I want to know if it's still there. 
Uh, I still, again, now some people are saying in the chat room that it <clears throat> is a language problem that, you know, he doesn't have interpreters and, and what have you. Could be. It is in the Bronx, and you're correct. I'm glad. I'm glad that it's still there. Okay. Uh, no, no, no. I just want. I think you're right. I, I, I saw a little. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm going off on this tangent, but I saw this little clip of the Bronx is burning. It's like this little 20 minute documentary about the Bronx burning in the early 70s. And was it, that's know, not the that was an ESPN movie, wasn't it? Uh, about the I, Yankees? Yeah, and, this is the, not the, about the whole... that. This is about the fire company. The Oh, because oh, okay, because the and ESPN I... made a documentary and it was all about the Yankees and it was called The Bronx is Burning. Yeah. Oliver Oliver Platt plays Steinbrenner. That's what I thought you were Oh, talking. okay. So um I saw it and it's about the fire department that covered the, the South Bronx, which is like a fucking war zone in the 70s. Because I used to go in there, my grandfather was from the Bronx, and it was like the shit I saw as like a 10 year, 10 year old. Unbelievable. Okay. Now let's get back to the, the, the Shesterkin thing. Shesty. Why I really can't, like you said, Shesky. Shesky. Uh, the, the coach had no problem with him in that game last night. As a matter of fact, he was very happy that the Rangers got all that shots on goal and they had good looks. And you're right. These guys are never going to give you anything that that's tangible. So it was the same thing. I mean, not really. Uh, they, uh, you know, it's all prepared answers. Yeah, most of they've it. been trained in this stuff. They they go right. to classes and they learn how to handle the media, especially in New York, especially working for that organization. So, uh, you know, I just. I feel like there's an outside force going on again. So you lose a game, big deal, big whoop. You get back on the fucking horse and you try again. Come on. Connor Hellebuck played one hell of a game. I do the Hucklebuck. That he did the Hucklebuck. And I love. And I, and I will, I will go to the, I will go to the mattresses believing that we were the first people to give him that nickname 10 years ago. The Hucklebuck? Hucklebuck. Of course. They all steal. They don't steal from us. They're stealing from Sean McCaff. If they're not stealing from Sean McCaff, they're stealing from Rock and Sean. They steal all these. What else they got to do? Sit their computer, write an article from home, and watch this, get a consensus, steal our ideas. You talk about stealing ideas and you talk about people stealing from Sean McCaff. You know how I met Sean McCaff? You know how my introduction to Sean McCaff? You stole something? Because do you remember? Do you remember? No. You remember the Henrik Lundqvist wheel of blame that I made up? Well, somebody sent it to Sean. Sean put it in his blog and I found out about it. I'm like, hey, you're going to use my stuff. At least give me credit. And he he said, hey, look, I didn't know it came from you. I'm sorry. And that that was how I met Sean. And now I, you know, Sean, obviously it was, you know, he didn't know. I thought he took it from us, but he didn't know who we were at the time. Well, uh, Valaket also brought up the kid issue. Oh, well, the jerky boys, uh, well, the, the jerky boys got it, for, didn't give it to a hell of a buck. <laughs> the 
Chunky yeah. Boys. They got it. They talked to Juggy Gales and that who helped write it or something like that. Well, anyway, they all steal. Ron Kaminsky, good to see you. Good to see you, Ron. Um, so is it a blip? Guess what? We got no choice. We're in it to win it with this guy. Right. I mean, you know, this is it. <laughs> what do you what do you say there, bottle nose? <laughs> I mean, we have to <clears throat> it's a ride or die situation. Now there's no plan B. Right. And there shouldn't be. With a Vezina trophy winner, there should be no right. plan B. You just gotta and hope we, he works through it. Like I said, if 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 a, if a month from now, if he's still if he's still giving up three to four every game, then we got a problem. Uh, they buried him. That fuck Sinatra. He owes me money. They they doing all the Jerky Boys lines from the. Yes, I see this. <laughs> so <laughs> even the. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. <clears throat> It's it's a you know it, I just uh, this is completely off topic, Jerky Boys. I don't think a day in my life goes by where somebody I either somebody I know or me myself don't make a, a Jerky Boys reference of some kind. I would say I like the Jerky Boys, but at the time I was doing my own prank stuff, which is archived somewhere that I feel like that was like a G-rated version. And they're very funny. Don't get me wrong. I even thought the Jerky Boys movie wasn't that bad. The that movie had that. its moments. The movie had its, it moments. had its moments. It had its moments. But it certainly was a sensation. So, okay, anyway. Anyway. Yes. Get a little bit of everything on this show, folks. Yeah, you get everything. I'm, I'm fire department updates and fucking <laughs> Jerky Boys lines. Get a little bit of everything. Um, so Nicholas <coughs> Markaginiad says, that's how I feel about Opie and Anthony Ramon Opie and Anthony. Yes. Although I'll save it for later in the show. Those, <laughs> you want to those sell guys, cars through me or what, Paul? Yeah. I could tone it down a little, maybe choke a few people. All right. Okay. This is going to go on now through the whole rest of the show. Yeah, the well, chat. you're going to have to ignore the chat. That's what's going to have to happen. <laughs> We're going to have no show. Uh, and last How about that game, Edmonton game? Well, I don't even want to talk. I still want to stay on this game. You still want to stay on this game. All right. Well, focus because, on the losses. Because I know you're going to enjoy this part. All right. What about the back and forth between the tag team of Joe and Sammy, Toucan Sammy, who put the Sammy whammy on us last night. Oh, this the power play's been the, struggling. Yeah, Nosferatu strikes again. That's the right. Fart Foundation? Yep. <laughs> Unbelievable. Uh, the Jets' power play is three for its last 330. Boom. In goes, in goes the puck. The Sammy whammy. Nosferatu. Nostradamus, as he's also known. What a fuck. Doesn't this guy, 
Before I, I go ask you this question, I didn't even know what the question is. I'm so fucking filled with hatred now. Doesn't he know? <coughs> we live in New York. The Rangers haven't won shit. We think everything's a jinx in our fight. We we live and die by the what's what do they call that? The uh, not the horns. There's another bad juju. We don't right. want bad juju. We don't want Zuzza. Yeah, what? I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, all these names they got for it. And this guy who I can't say what I really want to say because what I really say in real life. When he does this bullshit, doesn't he know this is just a no-win thing for him to say? It just don't say it. Just don't say it. It's bad enough. I got to go the whole first period getting the Winnipeg Jet update. Oh, Appleton's just returning to the lineup, Joe. They missed him. Mason Appleton. Fuck Mason Appleton. I don't give a shit about Appleton. I don't even like apples. Jen had the funniest line last night because right after the right after the Jets scored that power play goal, I'm like, why does he have to do this? Why does he have to? I don't want to hear when the team is struggling because he's just jinxing them. And when we're doing something good, I don't want to hear about it. And she finally, she just looks at me. She goes, what do you want them to say? <laughs> like, say nothing. Call just game. call the game. Just call the game. Call the game. I don't have to be updated on every stat. I don't have to hear, oh, that was a pass. I know it was a pass. You fucking asshole. I've been watching this game for 50 years. I know what a pass. Oh, when a guy takes a shot and he goes, oh, that was a pass. Yeah, I saw it. You fucking moron. Oh, oh that, was, that was a pass. Oh, revelation, Sam. A pass from a defenseman to the guy in front of the net? I never seen it before in my life. I thought it was a shot going one mile an hour. You fucking goof. I just can't stand him. Then he jinxes the Sammy Whammy. Every time. You don't say it. You just don't say it. And I know in reality... It happens on the ice because of some kind of breakdown or whatever. But why does he continually do this? Isn't does he follow social media? Do we have to put hashtag Sammy Whammy to get this guy's fucking attention? So we, you know, it's very distracting because they don't stop talking. And Nick is right. I'm listening to the Calgary game on the radio, okay? Listening to the Calgary announcers. Okay. Going into the third period, Calgary's only up a goal. Between periods, the entire in-between periods, they're talking, Calgary was going on a power play to start the third. Their announcers are talking about how Calgary's going to get their third goal. They've already picked the guy out. Tyler Toffoli is going to get a shot. It's going to make it 3-1, and it's pro-Calgary. There's no – they're like, we struggle in third periods lately, but, you know, I I can see Tyler Toffoli. Halak looks shaky, blah, blah, blah. They're going on and on about why. 
do we have announcers that aren't pro Ranger overtly? Overtly. And don't tell me it's MSG and, and all this stuff. I think it if if you represented James Dolan, who was an arrogant, arrogant asshole, James Dolan, please leave. <laughs> Wouldn't you want an arrogant announcing crew? That's what I you want to reflect him? I don't know if he owns MSG, the network. I'm not sure about that. But come on. I mean, tickle my balls. Do something. Get me hyped up. Tell, talk about the Tyler, Mott si- the, the Tyler Mott signing. Talk about that for the first 20 minutes of the game. Don't talk about uh, the, the trade. Don't talk about a whole Julian Gauthier. Oh, he belongs on a, 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 a higher line. A higher line. He, 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 said, he said during the game, Julian Gauthier is a guy who likes to skate and shoot the puck. I look at Jen, I go, we have no use for a guy like that. What are we going to do with a guy oh, like he that? He on the... I mean, and you're right. Michael, I, I want to reach around. To, to stroke my team till it's... I want people predicting Sabinajad's going to score. And then... Uh, and, and, you know, Vagistat is arrogant. You know what it is? He's a know-it-all. And apparently... The friction, Joe and Sam, like I started this, they tag team against him because he was, oh, he was he was the Shesterkin excuse machine. You know, well, uh, well, the Rangers weren't getting quality shots, even though they had like 30, they had about 20 in the first period. Oh, they're not quality shots. The Winnipeg Jets, the great Winnipeg Jets, by the way, are playing rope-a-dope. They've got. A, I can't even name their coach. Their coach looks like a total doofus. I don't know who he is. I don't know what he is. I don't know where he came from. I know they're doing pretty well, uh, but uh, you know, it, it, again, did do, do you hear that that back and forth that they were going at it the whole period in the second period? I I I didn't hear all of it. I yeah. I, I tune them out as best as I can. They kept saying, well, Steve, I we got to disagree. It's been hell, Hellebuck's been great. And, and you know, and, uh, you know, he was, Vagistat went on in the fucking, between the, fir- the, the, the first, first and second and said how the, all that, you know, he throws out these stats. It's a, a danger zone uh, chances uh, or, you know. Right only a- into the danger zone and it's like a zero one percent chance of scoring so the rangers really didn't have a lot of opportunities meanwhile chris Kreider is right in front of the net oh let me tell you that frustrated this is why he frustrates me chris Kreider. did you guys see that he is two feet in front of the net nobody nobody in front of him he takes a shot the guy can't shoot you know why I know he can't shoot? Guess what part of the game he never particip- participates in? Do you know? The shoot out. It's got the word shoot in it. Okay. So, yes, there was a big st- – we have to disagree with you, Steve. And, uh, you know, and, and they were taking jabs at him. As the Rangers were getting some more school, uh, more shots 
and more shots. And Hellebuck played a great game. There's no doubt about it. They got out goalied. That's it. And the power play sucked. Couldn't capitalize when they were supposed to. And, of course, Sammy the whammy. Oh, the power play's been hot, Joe. Oh, six of the last 11. Oh, God. And uh, somebody else mentioned in the chat when the penalty kill hasn't been all that great. Uh, listen, Patty Duke, that was horrible. That was horrible if I cried. I, I, I... Mind-boggling. So, anyway, we can move on <laughs> to the <clears throat> game. Uh, although I have a couple of notes here written on my cards. What was going on with Morgan Barron high sticking? What was it? Fox, you said, Jim? I think it was. I seem to remember it was Fox. I could be wrong. How does that guy get not get five minutes and thrown out of the game? Now, granted, it wouldn't have saved no that blood. game. No, no blood. No blood. The guy's head snapped back like it was Thomas Sandstrom and Dave Brown. Give it, give it a break. What are these referees watching? There's, there's That's four the- of them on the ice. That's the measuring stick. They went, they checked Fox out, and the referee put two fingers up. That was it. Then Rickles is another thing. Did anybody notice this in the third period? Rickles started mixing up the defensive pairs. Oh, it was Mott. Thank you. It was Mott. Yes, it was Tyler Mott. Mott. What? I mean, the guy got... Fucking lumber in his face. Blatant. Blatant. Again, the Rangers would have done shit with it anyway, so the point is moot. And then, did you notice that they were chasing D pairs in the third period? I have to see fucking Adam Fox with that fucking Miko Makala, Nico Makala. Uh, 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 give me a break. You're really reaching if you're changing the D pairs. That's not the problem. All right, I'm done with this. I'm done with that game. It just—it was a joke. And then that—that guy sucks, by the way. What happened, poor Ben Harper? Which Mikola? You don't like him. You really don't like him. No, I don't. I mean, he looked okay yesterday. That guy. uh, What's his name? Ricola. Mikola. Rico Makala. They keep saying he's aggressive. They keep, I saw in Larry Brooks' article, oh, he's aggressive. He adds that. He's not aggressive. He's just big. He's somewhere between Patrick Nemeth and Ben Harper right now in my book. I like Ben Harper, but they, they're fucking trash. Get away. I guess they want to give this guy ice time so he could play at the depth. All right, okay, let's go back to the Edmonton game then. You loved that Edmonton game. That was uh, a good Edmonton game. game. Come on, it was one for the ages. Uh, Payback. Uh, Rangers down 4-1. I saw Ranger fans on social media at the end of the first period diving into the bushes. Oh, Game's over. Igor sucks. We're going nowhere. Oh, I love that. We're going nowhere. Yes. Edmonton with 
three pretty three goals in the span of five minutes. Rangers answer back. Leon Dreisaitl adds a fourth goal. Rangers go into the second period down four one. My hate getting lots of chances against oh, Jack go. Campbell, who we know stinks. You're going stinks. nowhere. And I told our group in our group thread after the second period when the Rangers were down at that point, what was it? Four to two. I said they are winning this game. And sure enough, Rangers come back with two in the third and then win it in a in a long shootout. John Kay is exactly right. Shesterkin was unbelievable in that shootout. I, I mean, he he stopped everybody. Mike Rupp, you know who I am a uh, I'm maybe uh, him and Tom Hardy might be in my bro crush uh, area, uh, not area, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> if you were ever to dip a toe into the man pond, no, as you like no to say, of that. no chance of that. <laughs> no homo. <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm sorry for some other people, but me, I've already gone one way. I, I'm too old to go another way. So anyway, uh, Mike Rupp says, Ranger fans, don't worry. Because Edmonton is always looking for the next one. They have no concern about winning the game. They're just looking to get the next goal. And the next goal. They have no interest in playing defense. And that's the case. And with a, 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 a suspect goalie, you know, a mediocre goalie, I I had faith. I continued to have faith. And it worked out that way. And Shesterkin played really good. And I, Jim, I know I'm going on a lot of rants tonight. But this McDavid, I know he's a generational talent. I know he's the best player in the NHL. Okay, there's no it hands down, he's light years better than any of these guys. Even Austin Matthews. Austin Matthews is a prolific goal scorer, but McDavid's just a force. Okay. And I'm not going out on a limb saying that. But I fucking hate this guy. I hate his face. I hate what comes out of his mouth. During the All-Star game, which nobody watched. Not the all-star game, but the skills. They asked him what nickname he would be most comfortable with. PK Slewfoot asked him that question, and he gave him a couple fucking choices. And he says, uh, Mick Jesus, I'm most comfortable with. Now I'm not a religious man. I don't think you're, you know, I don't think you're a religious guy. I mean, maybe you are. I don't know. We never really had that deep of a discussion. I knew you were Amish for a while, but then we had to use electric for the show, so you had to. <laughs> right. I had to convert. This fucking, you want to talk about arrogant. You're going to call yourself McJesus? How about you play some McDefense? Your team, <laughs> get some McGoaltending. Get some uh, McBackchecks. Your team sucks. You're going nowhere. You can get him and Dry. I like Dry Sidle because he don't got no ego. 
this guy, he's doing fucking things with Gretzky and all this bullshit. I don't oh, like him. I don't have to like him. I don't have to like him. All right. So people don't want to hear about that. They want to talk about Jake LeCision and his wonderful play. Uh, Those of you asking the question in the chat room, in the chat, I do believe the Rangers are making at least one more move. I think they cannot. They simply cannot. Please, God, there, I'll get religious for you. Please, God, do not take this team into the playoffs with Jake Le fucking Cision as their fourth line center. He shucks. He stinks. Come on. Come on. We we got a problem with him. I'd rather drag Brian Boyle out of retirement and let him play the fourth line. How's that? I don't understand. What's the beef? I mean, where? He stinks. He's a good role player. He stinks. But he fills a need. What need? (laughs) It's Brian fucking Boyle. (laughs) I mean, he stinks. What? They signed him for a couple years, right? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, thank God. Oh, no, Joe. <laughs> Maybe he's uh, going to run for mayor of Hartford. I, I agree, Frankie. <laughs> ben Harper, <laughs> fourth line center. I'd rather have Ben. Yes, I would take Ben Harper. I would take Valerie Harper. Right. I would I take Harper Pat Valley Harper. PTA. Pat Harper. Oh, wow, that's really... Channel 11 News. Uh, With Steve I don't Bosch. see where they... I mean... Uh, I'll be... I want to be like the devil. Not the devil's advocate, but like the 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 Ranger, uh, you know, rose-colored guy. Well, what do you want? He's on the fourth line. I mean, he only gets five minutes. <laughs> There's a question. Ryan Carpenter or... Jake LeCision. Johnny Brodzinski's was better. Johnny Brodzinski was better than both of them. Okay. All I know is I just feel like we just keep chugging out these bums. Rejects. Fourth line. And, right. Rejects. Greg McKegg, Ryan Carpenter, Johnny Brodzinski, Jake LeCision. What do they all have in common? They all stink. Oh, they skate well, Joe. Okay. So did Eric Hyden. Do we want him on the fourth line? <laughs> I agree. Well, I mean, now the uh, the dancing Larry Brooks was floating the other day, he, and we got to talk about this. Was uh, um, <laughs> I saw the Sopranos comment? I cracked up. Um, he has this whole master plan of us getting Patrick Kane. Can we just all collectively say no? to the Patrick Kane thing, because I'm sorry. If you're a Ranger fan and you still want Patrick Kane and you want to give up, and I know we don't develop him, but if you want to give up prospects, forward prospects, and and all this stuff to get this guy at this juncture, the Rangers should be able to win the Stanley Cup with the first three lines consistent. They just need a little dab of dewy on the fourth line. You get Chesterick and back the way he was playing, and the Rangers can make a good run. Okay? I don't need Patrick Kane 
on this team for that. He can cry and he can, uh, you know. Regardless of whether I want Patrick Kane or not, my gut tells me he's going to be here. No. If they, I'm just telling, I'm, I'm not saying I want him. There are a lot of Ranger fans whose opinions I value that do want him here. Why? Because he got a hat trick the other night? I don't, I guess for me, it all comes down to cost. Now, with Patrick Kane narrowing this down to either playing for the Rangers or playing for the Rangers, that certainly lowers the price. Now, if the Rangers can get a third team involved who will just spend, you know, who will just take on so much salary for draft pick for a draft pick. And if it's, you know, and if Drury can pull another one of these rabbits out where he doesn't give up valuable assets, then uh, if they I, I don't know. Now watch, I'll mention Will Cooley or uh, Brandon Doffman and all of a sudden nobody wants to do the trade. But you mentioned Zach Jones, everyone wants to do the trade. Othman, no. Zach Jones or Cooley, sure. Why not? Look, it's obvious. I, I, at least I think it's obvious. They are in go for it mode. They are making a run, and they're making a run this year. Well, Jim, as you know, I've made. I several mean, predictions. just just locking down Ben Harper for two years tells me this team is. Go- this team knows that the Ben Harper window is closing. The Miko Miko. Window yes. is closing. Uh, Jim, <laughs> as you know, I have been right. How many times have I been right about player All acquisitions? All, All of them. them. Throughout All of them. the 14 years of this show, every I have called every I I have won the white carnation every time. As every a matter time. of fact, I believe we have a clip of once again. The swami. It's all right. That, that's in every contract. That's that's what they call a sanity clause. <laughs> you can't fool me. There ain't no sanity clause. Well, you win the white carnation. That <laughs> <laughs> just never stops me. For those of you that, that, that don't understand the white carnation reference, that's where it comes from. And every night, whoever's first in the game thread gets awarded the you win the white carnation, white carnation award. Right. And that comes from the old radio days when they used to have like little quizzes and stuff. They would give away a white carnation to the audience, the live audience, if they answered the question right, right or whatever. Well, you win the white carnation. So since well, I've been you win the white carnation. Since I have been right so many times. Every time. Oh, thank you, Jim. Except for your the your yard looks like the uh, botanical gardens out there in the Bronx or Brooklyn, wherever it is. It's just a it's a field of white carnations where all the times you've been right. It's true. It's true. You're right so times. many times you're making a left. So many <laughs> rights you've made. <laughs> Maybe on the prospects I've been wrong. I think some Russian guy I was wrong about. But Not usually Sharapanov, you were wrong about. Yeah, well, unfortunately. Too soon. No, it's not too soon. Uh, but uh, you know, um, people loving the sound, uh, the soundboard. And I thought about it in the last show, the soundboard should make more. But Jim's doing enough stuff. But the soundboard, uh, we should hammer that a bit more. Well, I, I, I feel like the the soundboard 
we're we're a little we're a little lacking on on new clips. So you know, a lot of it's I, I don't want to just reuse the same clip over and over. And, you know, Call I like new stuff. Two. It needs so, a tweak, is what it needs. A little, you know. And some of these Sam clips have gotten a little dated because the players aren't here anymore. You know, things like that. So, okay. Well, but anyway, all right. So, merely six days ago, on this program or program, as Bro. my my mother used to say, I'm watching my programs. Uh, watching my stories. I'm watching my stories. Get out of the way! I'm watching these stories. Uh, let, let's go to a video clip and see what you heard. Uh, uh, I mean, first of all, you guys are top notch. You're top drawers, they used to say in the 20s. You guys top know draw. this stuff uh, just as well as I do. You, I probably got the idea through osmosis from you, or I just stole it. So here we go. <laughs> Let's go back to merely yeah. six days ago. So I would love to see them get, uh, what's his name? Tanner Janot. I don't know if that's his first name. It's Tyler Tanner. I don't know. Tanner. Tanner. Or, uh, and I hate to go back to the let it go, let it go, but Tyler Mott. Mott could fill the spot. Tana. A little more grit on that fourth line. Swami hits it again. He hit it again. He was right with the with Tarasenko and now Tyler Mott. So we welcome the Swami into the show. And maybe the Swami can give it. Maybe the Swami tells us who's coming next. I will tell you what's going to happen. First, the Rangers will add the peace. It will be a fourth line piece. That is it. There will be no Patrick Kane. No Patrick Kane. And I hope Larry Brooks in his dancing Larry Brooks in his infinite wisdom that infidel will is right. Send Krasov down. Nobody wants him. He clears waivers, the Rangers clear cap space, and acquire the services of the man in the aforementioned video, Tana Jano. Then you have your peace. <coughs> That's all I have to say. Thank you, Swami. Oh, Remember, you heard it here first. Tyler, you got the Mots. Vladimir Tarasenko. Uh, yes. yes. So, uh, You're never you wrong. Know. You're never wrong. Uh, I don't know. I could be wrong on this. I don't know uh, if that uh, uh, everybody. Uh, I don't. Uh, listen, From uh, I see the comments about Kravtsov. They said the interest in Kravtsov, and, and I've never seen this, is soft. <laughs> is that a dig at Kravtsov again? And it's speaking of which with Kravtsov, there are some Ranger fans. You would think he killed a member of your family. 
You hate this guy more than what did this kid do? I, I mean, he hasn't even he didn't put a puck in his own net. He didn't cost us a a fucking playoff game. He, I, did he walk on the logo in the locker room? Yeah, I mean, right. You would think they're hanging him on the cross. Get him! He's a piece of shit. Oh my god! I mean, the. He, you have had worse Rangers than this, and I haven't seen half the fucking. Now, I know there's a faction of these young kids, these young upstarts, these uh, fireside blue shirts or whatever they call them, these, uh, that all are, he doesn't get a chance. He got his chance. Goodbye. Get out of here, you bum. But the 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 vitriol that is whole uh, at this guy, again, I'm not part of the, the Kravtsov defense squad, but you guys got to slow your roll. I mean, I know he left, and he took his toys, and he went home. The Rangers are the worst at communication with anybody. I, I don't even know. They, you know why they acquire so many Russians, Jim? So they can translate to each other, because nobody can translate fucking Russian in that fucking goddamn fucking organization, because they got a bunch of fucking Americans in there with your Jed Myers and your fucking uh, your, your Michael Ruzioni's and the rest of them. So uh, I, uh, that's what I think they should do. But the, they do need a center. Rock is right. Uh, I don't know what, what the market is. Look at that. Yeah, I, I keep hearing Karate can speak five languages, but he can't shoot. Uh, well, I like the Russians. I've always had a mystique with the Russians. I mean. Do you think he clears waivers, Jim, or is that just a? I don't think he does. Who's? First of all, he's labeled a malcontent. He's Russian, which malcontented Russians are like. Nobody yeah, wants to deal with that. Cost you nothing to grab him off waivers. But what is he? Three goals, three assists. He is nothing. <laughs> I, I I understand that, but. What team is going to claim him? I don't know. Teams are selling. Whoever the Rangers play in the Stanley Cup Finals will claim him. That's where he'll end up. I don't know. But Vitaly Kravtsov leads the Kraken to the Stanley Cup Championship over the Rangers in seven games with three goals in game seven. I okay. A lot of people saying no way. The Bud Light blue seats are on fire as the Kraken <laughs> circle the ice with the cup. Gerard Gallant is let's go live to Gerard Gallant. <laughs> Gerard Gallant is wiping his ass with the Adam Graves banner. <laughs> All right. I got shot down with the well, if you want Patrick Kane, he's he's gotta be sent down. That's how they get the cap room. So then the, the Patrick Kane thing is shot too. Well, unless he goes the other way, no? Well, that's true. Yes. Traded right. in the deal. I, yeah, I didn't I, think I don't, that, yeah. They gotta get it. I guess I guess they got I don't I don't understand. I guess they gotta get a, a third third team involved in this point. Somebody to pick up salary like like um like St. Louis Toronto and St. Louis did. They right. got the I think Minnesota involved in that deal. I think so. Ryan O'Reilly, uh Right. 
Well, that's and, why. You know, essentially what it comes down to is somebody somebody just puts up a lot of money to buy draft picks. I don't know. I don't know how the league allows that to happen, but the answer is because it's the NHL. Again, I I don't care about Kravtsov. He's an afterthought. I I want this team to to have the best team going into the playoffs. He, he, his right. development I mean, here is done. Whatever, whatever he's going to be, he's going to be somewhere else because he has no shot with this with this team. The coaches are going to play him, and the GM don't want him. He has no shot here. It's it's done. It's over. It's not and he happen. also I don't think he played well this year in this limited time that he played. He didn't look the same. I think he's fucking shot. Okay, enough of this fucking guy. Now well, we got what another two weeks? Two weeks to the. Uh... Trade deadline. Deadline's the sixth. Is that right? Is that right? She was like March seventh, March sixth. Trade deadline twenty twenty three. Oh, Friday, March third. That's a Friday. Okay. Uh, Dominic Wilson for fourth line. I wouldn't miss Bukestad or Nick Benino. Sounds like Bukestad has a lot of interest, though. So I don't know. I don't know. Okay. If the, I don't know if the Rangers right. were in a position to. I mean, the anybody. Swami did not mention him, right? But you never so know. Next broadcast, next broadcast, he may. Now that he got some alternatives, and we'll have to give Dominic uh, credit. Um, well, then we'll get Dominic in here, and he'll put the hat on. Ron Kaminsky says that uh, Kravy uh, is going back to the KHL for some of that borscht. He'd rather play in Siberia than play in New York. That shows you exactly where he is. Right. Is uh, Howie, is Pronger still on somebody's long-term uh, injured reserve? <laughs> I know it was well, like three years after he played his last game, he was still on somebody's LTIR. Somebody told me that uh, – oh, no, I think I read it in, in the group that Artem Anisimov is playing with the Flyers minor league team. I told you that. You told me that. Yes. Wow. Hartford was just here the other night, beat the Lehigh Valley Phantoms 5 4. And I know. Goal, Libor, Libor Hodgick. <laughs> and a hat trick from Gustav Rydal. Maybe they should bring. We like this guy from camp. Is he a center? He is. Why don't they give this guy a shot? They give every other dummy a shot. This guy, I liked what I saw. Yeah, I saw McElrath is, he might get a call up by the Caps. I think he did, didn't he? I think he might have. Ron Kaminsky with an update. Canadians uh, are up on the double dogs, two to one. Excellent. Uh, Anyways. I got to tell you, it's it's good SRO. Crowd We're good crowd good tonight. Crowd. Good crowd. We like it. We've got people watching uh, us on Twitch. They're watching us on YouTube. They're watching us on the Facebook. I love it. I like it. <coughs> what else went on that Edmonton game that you liked? You just like the... Well, I mean, how about, you know, you talk about Shesterkin, you know, being off his game, but meanwhile, all he did in that shootout was stop Connor McDavid, Leon Dreisaitl, and uh, Kylo Yamamoto in the shootout. I mean, that's, you know.
So, I mean, Edmonton's had the number one overall 15 years, except for the Lafreniere pick, right? Running at you, and Igor stopped them all. Hey, he played terrific in that game. Nobody's remembering that game. Well, people... Uh... And, and uh, up oh, Canadians have scored again, and now lead 3-1. to one. All right, and Ron, about, you have to uh, stay in the chat room. You're good luck now. You're good juju. Are we getting... Uh, is Alexei Lafreniere starting to put it together? We got we to gotta start wondering. He had a goal in that Edmonton game. He had a goal in a Calgary game, With didn't the he? Broken stick, and the and a, and the shootout winner. I don't know. I got very that disheartened. Calgary game, by the way. Oof, what a dreg! Rangers had absolutely nothing. It was amazing that that. I'm sorry. That was that was one of the the, the most amazing points they will ever earn. They had nothing in the tank in that game. I mean, they were exhausted. Yeah, that was Saturday night, right? Yes. So uh, let me uh, let me tell you a little story about Saturday night. All right. My band, Idiot Box, is about to hit the stage. Right. The TV to the side with the Ranger game on. Just getting ready and putting the set list down for all the other band members. And all I hear is, fucking ridiculous. Fuck, 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 fuck. Pounding like a maniac. My good friend, Costa Latis. I go, what are you getting so worked up? Do nothing. Do nothing. Do nothing. I go, calm down. I'm like, it just started. The Rangers always come back. Right. But he he had a bad day. Costa was having a bad day. So I give him a pass. His car, he had, car had to have be fixed. Cost them $300. And I'm saying to myself, now $300 to me is like for a car repair. I think you're getting away pretty good, don't you think? It's a lot of cheddar. Yeah, but, you know, it's a lot of cheddar. It's a lot of cheddar. It's a lot of cheddar. And, uh, folk, fuck, and I love Costa. Costa, he comes to every one of my shows. He's the best fucking audience you could have. He got me off kilter there. He's flipping out over the fucking two nothing. And then I didn't realize that it was like two goals in like two minutes. And then I started getting all fucking flustered. I'm like, uh, it's like. It was two goals in the first minute of the game. First 46 seconds. I mean, don't. Is this a problem I got to worry about? These early goals? Is this going to be a continuing thing? Is there any uh, anything you're seeing, the fans at home, the people here in the chat room seeing what happens? Are they just not mentally prepared? I don't know. I, I just uh, I, I just think it was one of those things. Yeah. All right. There it is. You've switched this. to the viewing party. March 11th. Coming up. Coming up. It, it is. Uh, even I shocked Costa when I said it was three weeks away last Saturday. He was like, Really? <laughs> really? Uh, and I said, yeah, man. And he got all super excited. I got super fucking jazzed. 18 days away. Can't wait. Saturday, March 11th. Rangers taking on the Buffalo Sabres in Buffalo. We will be at McHale's Bar and Grill. 251 West 51st Street. 
near 8th Avenue, right on 51st Street, across from the theater where Wicked is playing. Raffles, giveaways, drink specials, food specials. We are raffling off an authentic Adam Fox home jersey upstairs in the bag. But bought, purchased from the MSG store. If it doesn't fit, you'll have the receipt. You can exchange it. You can go right to the store before you leave the city that night and exchange your jersey. So somebody's going home with that. We'll have some other stuff to give away. And uh, it's always a good time. There's going to be a huge crowd. We've got a lot of newcomers coming this time. The Catronis are flying up from Florida to attend their first viewing party. Oh, I got something to tell him. You better watch out. Watch. I'm looking at his wise ass <laughs> remarks, busting my balls. I'm gonna, I'm we got gonna a lot of newcomers. It. It's going to be a blast. You'll see. You'll get to meet Costa, the Johnerts, uh, Matt Morello, Matt Zenobi is going to be there. Robbie Guy Lombardo is going to be there. The birthday boy. The birthday boy. I mean, Bobby it, G. It's a fantastic group. It's loud. It's boisterous. It's raunchy. And the theater crowd, they're, they're like, they're go, oh, they're appalled. Hey. They're appalled by they're us. They're appalled. Well, I never, and you never will. Wait till they get a load of us. Them boys, them girls are coming to town, screaming and shouting and cursing and it's just total debauchery when we get together. Yes, it's going to be an excellent day. I can't wait. All the girls are coming with me. Oh, good, first, good. I'll be glad first to see time them. they're all attending the same viewing party together. Oh, momentous! <coughs> so, yeah, be a lot of fun. Going to be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, what else so let me let me throw you let me throw at you a little show research I did. All right, before Something we I was do that, saying. can I just say one thing about Lafoniere? I got really disappointed. Uh, I got really disappointed when they said Alexei Lafoniere. That's his tenth goal of the season. It really like hit me how much he struggled this year, but he has been playing better lately. But it, I can't get them all playing. Like Philip Heedle now. Remember how we were all Heedleized there for a while? Now he's kind of like, he gets chances. And then Kako kind of, I just want it all to work at the same time. That's my final thought on that. Now, you did some show research. Yes. And uh, what did you find out? And this concerns this concerns Yaroslav Halak. Okay. Because I was I was thinking about it, and as everybody knows, let me see. I don't know if I can share. So, in the beginning of the season, Yaroslav Herlock was wearing this mask, kind the of a Loch Ness monster theme. Yes, to yes, it, yes, yes. Right. And uh, and as it turned out, I went and did the I went and did the numbers on this mask. Okay. When he he wore this mask for eight games, and in those eight games, he was one and seven, Uh-oh. with a three with a three point oh five goals against average, and an eight eight seven save percentage. Can I stop you for a second? You can stop me for a second. 
Look for this in either Molly Walker's, Larry Brooks, uh, uh, Bobby Sanguinetti's, whoever's blog, that this is going to come up. This will come up in the printed media. Tomorrow. Jim, go ahead with your excellent research. So after the eighth, after his eighth game of the season, which was the uh which was the loss to Chicago, the Truba helmet game, right? Uh I believe do I have that right? Five, yes, five two loss. After that game, he switched to this mask which is the mask he is now wearing. I couldn't find a really good picture of him actually wearing it, but this was the, when it was, when it was created, this was a a release on Twitter or something in this new mask. Eddie Halak is seven and one. He's flipped the one and seven to seven and one with a 2.00 goals against and a nine, two, four save percentage. On Unbelievable find and research by you. What now? What, now do what I think the, the masks had? Do I think the masks have anything to do with it? No, but I just thought it was interesting what, <laughs> that ever since he was, switched masks, that's when he got hot. What was the impetus for you to research this? Like, what went off in your mind? Well, because it's it occurred to me that you know early in the season, I I, I knew he changed masks at some point, and I'm like, you know, it seems like, and I started thinking about it the other night when he played. I'm like, you know, it was. It seems like it was right around when his mask switched that his season turned around. And sure wow, enough, it that's was a great that, observation. I, I but uh, I, re- I, I mean, I don't know. Does that have anything to do? Was one have anything to do with the other? I don't know. Maybe just getting well, the, maybe goalies. Super, goalies are superstitious. I mean, they're the most superstitious out of them all. They are superstitious. I mean, that they are. I mean, all hockey players are. What? Yeah. Uh, now, guess what? If fucking Sammy the Whammy picks up that stat, it's going all down the fucking toilet. They'll put the Sammy Whammy on it. Right. Um, that mask so, will break. Now, <laughs> the mask will break. The mask will break. Like JD's shattering half. That's what right. happened to JD's Lone Ranger mask. It cracked. Yep. yep. Um, okay, let me ask you this. I, we touched upon this before. I mean, I, there are some Ranger fans, because I've read it, so it's got to be true, that are a little disappointed that Julian Gauthier is not a part of the organization anymore. That we he really didn't get a chance. Uh, I know how you kind of feel about him, but I think you kind of, we're giving him more of a chance this year than years past. What, uh, do you think we lost anything? Again, he's another guy who it just it just wasn't going to happen for him here. The coach wasn't going to give him the you know the the uh, what's the word about consistent ice time. It just wasn't going to happen for him. I still think he's going to be a good player. I think I think there there is. There is talent there, and he can skate. <coughs> well, here's a guy who was a first-round pick by the Hurricanes. They let him loose, and you could see how you know, when you're picked in the first round and they jettison you, usually it's Leah Sanderson time. 
with the Rangers, I saw some things that I liked, but I knew in the beginning of the season and in camp, the Rangers were looking for more of a physical Julian Gauthier because he's a big guy. He's got, you know, we, uh, you know, uh, who can skate. And they wanted to be, him to be a little more physical. And I think he was to a bit a bit in the beginning of the season. But he's a skilled player. And there really isn't any room for the Rangers as far as skilled positions. The first three lines are impenetrable. So you got to play fourth line. And you got to play with fucking Jake LeCision and Ryan Carpenter and any other Johnny Brodzinski and any other uh, uh, anybody. Anybody but Gustav Rydell. Rydell, (laughs) you've got to play with those. So listen, but I really think this guy is just, I think even with Ottawa, he's just not going to be anything. But he could be. I could be wrong. You know, his situation here wasn't that great. But am I I worried that this, this, Acquisition is going to bite us in the ass of Tyler Mott in lieu of losing uh, uh, the great. No, uh, I'm Julian not worried Gautier. about it. No, I'm not one bit worried about it. You know, but please. Now, where are the? You mentioned the Wolf Pack before. Uh, are the Wolf Pack even close to the playoffs or something? I mean, are they doing anything down there? I mean, they got Lebor uh, Hayek now, so that's an yeah. improvement. All coming together for them. Uh, they are currently in seventh place in the Atlantic Division. 51 points. They are 21, 20, and 3. It's just and never they, good. They are, now, they are now four points behind the Phantoms who stink. <laughs> the Phantoms stink. And somehow they have they, they have fallen behind the Phantoms. Uh, only, this, only the uh, Wilkes-Barre, Scranton, Penguins are worse than the Wolfpack in the Atlantic division. It just never Providence Bruins are doing as well as the Boston Bruins. They're dominating the AHL. I just don't, uh, I, I just, I don't know. I have nothing to say about that organization continually stinks. Let's put it this way. They know tide water tides. Let's put it that way. Well, it's all, it's just, it's not. It's not a development for. It's not a. It's not a place of development. It's. It's nothing but retreads and, and you know, older players. I guess retreads and guys that are that are never going to make a significant. I shouldn't say all of them, but a lot of guys who are never going to make a significant impact in the NHL. Guys like Johnny Brzezinski, who are 28, 29 years old. Although word is Zach uh, Jones is straightening out his game down there. I tell you, the kid's got a lot of talent. He just didn't look good when he came up here. I don't, I didn't, you know, that happens. (coughs) I thought the same thing of uh, Niels Lundqvist. I mean, he's been okay with with, uh, Detroit. Uh, So, you know, his initial foray looked, it looked kind of like he doesn't really fit. I don't know. Brooks said something like, wouldn't it be, I think I read this correctly, and somebody correct me if I'm wrong, 
that he kind of likes the Schneider Jones pairing because of uh, Jones skating ability, which I think Brendan Schneider, uh, Brendan Schneider is, I think he's got great offensive upside. He's been kind of, and I, this is my, uh, again, my, my opinion, obviously it's coming out of my fucking mouth uh, that I feel Schneider's play has decreased playing with uh, uh, Nico Makala there as opposed to Ben Harper. Uh, I feel like uh, Schneider uh, was confident playing with Harper, and uh, we got to see a little bit more offense from Schneider. Yeah, I thought. Well, I think he's getting used to Mikola, but I thought Schneider played better last night. Yeah, I thought even the, the Nico played pretty good in that game, but I, I I felt like he they knew each other, and you know, and and but listen, they've got to get. They got to get these guys playing with the team in order to go to the playoffs. If somebody gets hurt, somebody's got to step in. And uh, I like Schneider. Um, that's why he makes Zach Jones, I think, expendable. But uh, again, I, I would. I know he's small, and he's not the the big guy. But uh, the guy's got off, offensive talent. But right now. The Rangers, he's never going to play on the power play. He's really not the prototypical third defenseman as far as I'm concerned. He's Neil Pionk. I believe like he's going to be like his ceiling is going to be Neil Pionk, which isn't bad. But right now, as the Rangers are consistent, he's got no place to play. But, you know, let's hang on to him. We might need him down the line when some of these guys move. Let him, uh, uh, what's the word? Let him, uh, you know. Fester. Not fest. <laughs> let him fester. Ah, you know when you when you put the let him marinate for a while. Let him marinate. Let him gestate. Yeah. Let's not all fucking jump onto Zach Jones's trash because he played twenty games and showed nothing. I mean, uh, not everybody makes an immediate impact. And did you see that was? I think they said Schneider played was in his one hundredth game the other night. Yes. I I don't know why I think he's. I think he's played less. I don't know why I have it in my head that he's played less. Amazingly came up and, and never went back. Like, uh, much like Ryan McDonough. Yes, I used to call it Neil Stiak. I, you know, that was more of, I hated that people were promoting him, that a lot of the, you know, the prospects guys, the, you know, they're always like, every prospect is great. And I, I really didn't feel that way. Remember he had that beautiful spinorama goal as a Ranger. I'll never forget that. He yes. spinorama in his own zone and went all the way. Yes, and I agree, Dominic. Mikula did look better against Winnipeg. Um, you know, I agree but with he, that. He, yeah, and he did drew that penalty. That's right. All right, all right. I'll get off his case for a while. All right, so... Uh, so that's pretty much the story, Morning Glory. Uh, did you have anything to add? I really don't. <clears throat> uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, what have I got? Uh, uh, that's all I got. I mean, uh, um, we, we talked a little bit about Mott. There was, uh, now, Sean mentioned that his exit interviews weren't the greatest or he but he looks like he's pleased as punch to be here. And everything I heard was 
you know, he knows the way he got to the practice early. He got to the game early, practice early. First one there. Yeah, he looks like he's ready to go. He knows the locker room, the core locker room. He's got his number this time around. Yeah, so I, I great acquisition. Where great Mike acquisition. Allison's old number? Yeah, Mike Allison, Don Murdoch's. Don Murdoch was yes. number 14. Oh, yeah. So that's all I got. And I, I'm glad that's all I got. I think we packed a lot into an hour and a half. We always do. And, and you guys are incredible in this chat room, man. I'm telling you. Had us laughing. Uh, if you see me smile, I'm trying not to laugh at something Soprano-related, Jerky Boys-related, or even the Ranger-related stuff is great. So you guys always uh, enchanting. Uh, Messing Gretz says the Rangers have 11, go, 11 games at home. Comedy of errors there. <laughs> 11 games at home, 14 on the road. The Icelanders, the Fish Sticks, dealt a mighty blow as, as Matthew Barzell is week now. Week to week, I'm hearing. Week to week, put on IR. I heard maybe According out indefinitely. Sources. Oh, boy. Glub, 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 glub. And they've played like five more games than every other team, too. Uh, team's got crazy games. Couldn't happen to a b- bunch of better jerks. Wait. Couldn't happen to, yeah, whatever. A more deserving franchise. Yes. Loses. Are they going to blame it on COVID this time again? Just wait till they get a new arena. Uh, Barzy. They'll straighten that franchise out. So, all right. Is that it? That's it, Robin. Are we ready to wrap this up? Yep. They got what they deserve, Howie. You want the money? Have fun in Anaheim, motherfucker. All right. Rangers have Detroit coming up Thursday night. Washington, Saturday afternoon. And then the LA Kings. Sunday, 5 o'clock, back at the Garden. Uh-oh, Paul Caduzzi watch. February. Put Paul Caduzzi on suicide watch Sunday. Yes, he, he is, he is uh, not fond of the Los Angeles Kings. All right, That's thanks, right. everybody, for being here. See you guys. Eddie, always a pleasure. Great show. And, uh, right back we'll see at you guys, you guys next week. Thanks for coming out. Take care. Good night, everybody.